Downright Good Network presents Downright Strange. With your hosts, Emily McGrath and Frank Katina on www.downrightgood.net. Welcome back. It's Downright Strange. Hello. At www.downrightgood.net. I almost said downrightstrange.net, and that would have been wrong. That would have been very wrong. You would have sent them to the wrong place. Absolutely. Uh, We're back. It's uh, September 22nd. We're getting into the spooky season now. I'm ready. It's, uh, if you're pagan, it is Mabon or Mabon or... What is that? It's like the fall solstice. Like the longest day of of fall? Yeah. But it's not technically fall yet, is it? I think the solstice just happened. I'm not a great source of information (laughs) for like witchy (laughs) things. things. I like mason jarbs and herbal teas. Mm. Uh, So that's about as witchy as I get right now. Well, I always, uh, I love this season because it's still warm, but... I'm starting to get that, you know, that feeling. You know what I'm talking about? That feeling that comes towards the end of September. It's like a, it's like a, there's a something strange in the neighborhood feeling. Yeah. And it's funny. That's my favorite feeling. Because it's like on this day every year, I, my Facebook memories came up today. And mm-hmm. like every day of this, uh, of this date of every year. I say something to that effect, like, oh, I'm starting to get that feeling, you know, hmm. and um, well, and you're wearing a Ghostbusters shirt today. I so am. Yeah. A little appropriate. Um, so this celebration, I just Googled it, is it encourages pagans to reap what they sow, both literally and figuratively. It is the time when night and day stand equal in duration. So it's Fascinating. the autumnal equinox celebration. Um, basically it's just like, Hey, clean slate. Let's make the rest of the year. Good one. Just so you know, you are pretty quiet. I apologize. My face was turned away from the mic. (laughs) Um, I moved my face away from the mic to breathe. You're going to have to, Hey, you, that's my bike a little bit. You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? No, No, I'm not doing that. All right. Let me see if I can. Those days are long gone. See if I can turn you up a little bit. Try it now. Okay. Can you hear me now? I can. Okay, good. Wonderful. That was not my fault then. Well. User error. I I am also speaking loudly. You know, this, the way these microphones work, you have to pump just a little bit of power into it. Otherwise, I have to use that processing. Makes things sound weird. It's really strange. But um, uh, yeah, it's, it should be fine. Should be fine. I think it'll be okay now. Yes. Now it sounds fine. Yeah. Yeah. Um, all right, so as I said, we're getting into the season here. It is the season. The creepy season. Uh, the season when Supernatural comes back on the air. Still not finished with uh, 14, so. Where are you at? Um, I just finished the episode with John. 
Ah, episode 300. Was that it? Yeah, it was the 300th episode. I feel like that was a little lackluster for the 300th episode then. Really? Yeah. Their dad coming back? Look, how many times have the Winchesters come back to life collectively? But how many times have has John come back? Like twice? No, he's Maybe. never come back. Really? Yeah. All right. There was the the last time we saw him, he was uh they had they were trying to open the gates of hell. It's yeah. like season 2. Mhm. The end of season 2, I think. Mm-mm. Was it? Yeah. Pretty sure. I mean, I'm going to believe you because I don't have sources to say otherwise, but there was one cool callback to him when uh, it was the beginning of an episode. I can't remember which one, but Dean comes in. It's clear that they just got back to the bunker from a hunt and he like he has a bat with spikes on it and he's like, oh, man, dad would love this thing. And he throws it off to the like off camera. It's a oh, yeah, call yeah, out yeah. to him being Negan on The Walking yes. Dead. You know? yeah, yeah, I do remember that. And yeah. I lied. I am one episode past that. No, I'm not. I'm a couple of episodes past it. So I just finished the episode with the um, wolf thing in the woods. The wolf thing in the woods? Mm-hmm. The Native remember. American wolf thing. I don't remember what it was called. Um, and then Jack accidentally like killed that girl and brought her back to life. It was a whole thing. Episode 17. What is your favorite episode of Supernatural? The French mistake. The French mistake. Yeah. Is that the one where they're sent into like a alternate TV yeah. universe? Yeah. Mm-hmm. That one or the, um, I don't remember the name of it, but the fear one where like Dean is just scared of absolutely everything. Is that where he keeps dying? Doesn't he die like 116 times in that episode? No. No. That's oh. the French mistake. Is that? I don't remember. That's a good one too. Like it, like a piano drops on yeah, and shit. Yeah, that's a good. So that one, the French mistake, and then the episode. Maybe they're all the same episode, <laughs> and it's just one really good episode. I don't remember. Um, I can tell you my least favorite episode of Supernatural because it's the one that genuinely has just like shook me. What is that? I don't remember the name of it, but it's the one where they're investigating the haunted house, but it's the brother and the sister living in the walls. Oh, that's an old episode, I isn't know, it? No, but it's so creepy. Because it's nothing paranormal. It's just two creepy feral children living in the walls murdering people. Aren't there bees in that episode? No. No? Bees. I remember an episode with bees. They get attacked by bees. It was another one of those episodes where I I don't think anything specifically paranormal was going on. But it was like early seasons, like season one or season two. I don't remember any bee episodes. I do remember that episode with the kids, though. Yeah, and it was freaky. Because that, like, I don't know. I've seen, I've read too many, like, Reddit articles of, like, people unknowingly, like, having people living in, like, their crawl spaces and mm-hmm. shit. Like, I've seen video of it. Yeah. And it's absurd. Yeah. How, no, thank you. What are those people doing up there? Are they right. sitting in absolute silence, not moving an inch? And, like, they have to be, or, like, sleeping, not pooping in a toilet. Right. And nobody notices. And how do they not notice like the smell? Yeah. Right. It's freaky. Or maybe they just like go outside during the day and then sneak back in at night. I don't know. How, but like, so the one, it was, it was almost more like a, like a loft, like an apartment. And this girl like came out of this little like square door in the ceiling. And I think I do remember that one. Got some food out of the fridge and like went back. Yeah. And it was like in. It was just like a panel into their attic yeah. through like a closet. Yeah. 
Thankfully, yeah. that person didn't store anything up there. Like, right. you know, like, I don't Ugh, know, man. But that episode, I can't, like, watch it by myself. It scares me that much. And, Be- like, <laughs> it's a little too close to home. Scary right? movies don't scare me. And, like, scary TV shows don't, like, scare me. Mm-hmm. Like, if they get me with, like, a jump scare or something, good for them. But, like, mm, that is just an unsettling episode. I'll tell you, my favorite episode is, uh, it's the one that takes place exclusively in the car. Like the oh. camera does not leave the car. Yeah. That's that one was a good one. an amazing episode. Mm-hmm. And it's like emotional. You yeah. Know? I think that one is just called Baby, right? I think so. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good one. I like the time travel episode too when they're in the West. They go to get the Colt? Yeah. Yeah. They go <laughs> right right one. to, what was his name? John Colt or something mm, like that? Something like that. That was a good episode. Mm-hmm. Um, Dean's like. He like gets into a, so a duel into with that dude. It's so good. He's such a nerd. It's perfect. Um, my second favorite episode might be the last episode of season five, where uh, the apocalypse is supposed to happen, and mm. mm-hmm. they trap Lucifer in the cage. Mm. Poor Adam. Yeah. Who I hear is coming back. I freaking hope so. That boy deserves a redemption arc like nobody's business. Absolutely. Can you imagine like the weird, like, (sighs) there's going to be some kind of like face off between Adam and Jack because they're going to be like, I'm the little brother. No, I'm the little brother. (laughs) Dad likes me more. No, dad likes me more. Jack would clearly win. Obviously, he's the son of Satan. Yeah. Well, I mean, just more than that, he's just the most powerful being in existence mm, yeah, outside of like God. Yeah. And maybe death. True. Well, I mean, death can be killed. I, no, I, I disagree. Well, okay. Not the I guess the form can be killed because the, the job just passes on because like death was killed and then mm, Billy got it. I don't think death's dead. Maybe. I think. We'll see, I guess. I don't like Billy. I, I'm sorry, women out there. It's I don't like a, her either, though, but that's just because I th- I don't like her character. Yeah, no, she's just a shit character. Not Nothing against, yeah. like, the actress, but... No, I'm sure she's great. The character's just written terribly. It's kind of boring. It's like, like, it's like they wrote it boring, but. to piss off the people who liked the old actor. You know? Like, it's like... they just She's made just it not my favorite Reaper, is the thing. Like, there were cooler Reapers, and she just kind of showed up and was like, I'm a badass, and then... Yeah. Like, if it had passed... kind of expected to believe that she was a badass and she didn't give you any reason to be like yeah if the role of death had passed to the reaper that dean always like ran into like when he had to wear the ring Mm, mm -hmm. and do death's job for a day with that reaper yeah if it had been her that'd have been cool because she was an interesting character right you know but yeah like she was interesting she had depth like billy doesn't billy's just like i'm just doing my job and one day my job is gonna be to kill you right right anyway Anyway. all right so (laughs) Uh, the first 10 minutes beautiful yeah the first 10 minutes morty of uh this are uh uh, dedicated to supernatural i guess but we do have something to talk about today we do we're gonna start our deep dive into state-by-state spookies yeah now granted you you actually did quite a bit of work i have been literally (laughs) researching this Every spare minute I get at work and like when I'm just like watching the British baking show and stuff at my house. <laughs> so 
it, you, yeah, you've you've put together so. If it wasn't clear last time, we we kind of want to go state by state to talk about the various stories and and uh, paranormal lore, if you will, from I each will. state. And we're gonna start obviously at home base. I think you know I I thought you maybe gotta. maybe it would be interesting to like start elsewhere and round back to Ohio, but that's stupid. That's dumb. We live here. Let's start here. Let's. Yeah. The, these are gonna be the things that shaped us and why we're doing this podcast and i like obviously being ohio natives these are going to be the ones that are like they're ours you know like these are our ghost stories we can speak to them and right and like them yeah yeah (laughs) and i'm sure like some of these ghost stories like will play a part in our lives like what we're going to talk about tonight i know about because like i've participated in it and what we're going to talk about tonight well, as the music kicks up, it's a little place in Ohio called Kirtland. And it's about the one place in Ohio that the show Supernatural has never actually visited. And it's the one place it probably should always take place in. I know. Yeah. They don't do much in Ohio, which is so strange to me. Yeah. Well,. So they actually do quite a bit, especially in the later seasons, the show. But anyway. Yeah, not enough. Kirtland, Ohio. It's known to pretty much everyone around our little area Mm -hmm. for how weird it is. Weird. Everyone else, though, outside of Ohio probably hasn't heard much about it except for a very famous murder or series of murders that happened there known as the Lundgren killings. Was it Jeffrey Lundgren? Yeah. Pretty sure it was Jeffrey I think it was Jeffrey. Jeffrey Lundgren and his cult of worshippers who thought that he was a prophet. He was not. Uh, Turns out they're they're Mormons. (laughs) Like Surprise. Right? They were they were called like reformed Reformed. Church of Latter-day Saints. Like it was RLDS instead of just LDS. Right. But this is especially hilarious because just last week I saw Book of Mormon for the first time. (laughs) And here we are. Here we are talking about Mormon murders. Who's to say that Jeffrey Lundgren Lundgren was wrong? He's probably the god of his own planet by now. I hope so. No. I hope so. I hope Jeffrey Lundgren has a planet. He earned it. Well, I mean, if that's the price of admission... I guess he did earn it. But he, uh, so him and his followers invaded a farm uh, of the, uh, uh, what was the name of the family? Oh, shit. What was the name of the family? God damn it. I don't remember. Let's I'm blanking. Let's see here. Lundgren Killings. I should I should have had this up. You should have. I prepared my my bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. Uh, killed five people in Kirtland, Ohio. Uh, the Averys, that's what it was. That was, was it. Yeah. They had, it was Avery Farm, right? It was Avery Farm. Yeah. Yeah. Which is still there. It is. Uh, it, it's, it, there's some industrial, more industrial farm there now, but it's like, uh, mm-hmm. it, you know, the land is, is still there. Basically, Jeffrey Lundgren and his five bands of cult worshipers went to Avery Farm, the Avery family's farm. And just brutally murdered all of them, children and all, and buried them in their own barn. This was, I think, and I just found that you you always hear about this, right? Growing up around here, Mm -hmm. you always hear about this. I assumed that this shit took place 
in like the 60s or the 70s. No, it was it was more recent than that. It was 1989. Yeah. It happened like That's December nothing. 1989. They found the bodies in January of 1990. Yeah, that uh, was like... Yeah, we were alive. I wasn't, but you were. <laughs> oh, that's right. You were, well, you were 91? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I was alive. You were alive. When this happened. And that that makes me feel pretty old now, but yeah. Also a little uncomfortable, right? Yeah. Like, like I was not very far away from these crazy Mormons. No, it's mildly unsettling. I mean, he's dead now, so. Oh. And less thankfully. unsettling, but, you know. But now, ever since... And I don't, I'll have to look more into this because I'm, I'm not quite sure about the words I'm about to say, but I believe it's ever since the Lundgren killings that Kirtland has really had a spate of, uh, paranormal history told about it, right? What's the one really famous story outside of the Lundgren killings that everybody tells as a teenager about Kirtland, Ohio? The Melonheads. That's right. My faves. Well, one of my faves. I do really enjoy this story. Dr. Crow. a lot. There's so many variations of this story. There's like five. They all revolve around Dr. Crow, though. Yeah. Dr. Crow and his uh, his orphanage hospital mm-hmm. for children who are mentally ill. They had hydrocephalus yeah. is what I'd always heard. And that causes like brain swelling and liquid to fill the head. Yeah. And they weren't... Um, they had some big noggins. <laughs> they had big noggins. Yeah. People call them the melon heads and sort of one of the rites of passage, if you will, as a teenager in, in our area of Ohio, is at some point you go melon head hunting. And I went melon head hunting. Like, as soon as I moved out to this area, one of my friends from high school was like, we're gonna go melon head hunting and we're going to Crybaby Bridge. Yeah. And me being like a young 16-year-old desperate for friends was like, yes, <laughs> I want this badly. I was terrified because we're not talking about it right now, but that crybaby bridge is no joke. So that's um, most of all of this stuff is sort of centered around Wisner Road or Wisner Road. Yeah, I've always said Wisner. But me too. I've heard it referred to as both. Yeah. Uh, so we'll say Wisner Road. And it's not far from the Lundgren farm or the Avery farm. Mm-mm. It's not far from like the witch's grave. No. You know, um, the, uh, and the melon heads, I'm not quite exactly sure where geographically they were supposed to be. Cause we just drove all around Kirtland looking mm-hmm. for melon heads. Yeah, we would too. I mean, we would go down towards the bridge and it's alleged it was around that area because it's like the field. Yeah. Yonder. Yeah. Well, one of the the stories that leads to the the crybaby bridge being haunted is that that's where the Dr. Crow would bury the bodies. Mm-hmm. Why he would choose to bury them near water where, you know, it's they're just going to probably pop back up on a super rainy day is beyond me. But, you know. Right. That was a choice he supposedly made. So we have uh, apparently... 24 crybaby bridges in Ohio. Isn't that insane? It is. 24. Yeah. And that's like 24 that are known. Like, I'm sure other people and like other small towns or what have you have their own crybaby bridges. Right. From, uh, from the site Dead Ohio, they read, 
Wisner Road in Kirtland cuts through the heart of Melonhead Country. Drive beyond this bridge on the dirt road and you will soon find yourself at a dead end. Look closely and you will see a foot trail that continues beyond the dead end and into the deep, dark That's woods. Um, In those woods along that trail, people say, lies the ruins of the original Melonheads homestead. Now, the Melonheads homestead to my understanding. Sounds incredible. That's just where they hang out. Yeah. Well, know? that that was, that was, you know, I guess it was just a house. Did uh, did anybody ever tell you that they found melon heads? No. So Mm-mm. a couple of my friends back in the day be like, oh, I could have sworn we saw one, man. Oh, Some really, really weird looking guy, you know, and who knows what they saw or if they're just making shit yeah. up. But, um, uh, yeah, so if a late night hike is not your cup of tea, stick to the bridge. Legend says that if you park your car on this bridge at night and turn off the engine, you will soon hear the screams of small children. Which is just a joy. Are they the voices of children who drowned in the waters rushing below the bridge? Or are they the screams of the poor melonhead children who were burned alive in an orphanage fire near this bridge? Dead Ohio goes on to say that they did not witness such sounds during their visit to the bridge, of course. Of course. They weren't there at night. Mm. And as we know, everything paranormal happens at night. Right, because particles and energy and sure. nighttime. And it's dark. And it's so dark. So it's spooky. It's so just a little bit scary. The bridge is, it's almost unusable. Actually, right now it's currently unusable. You can no longer get to Crybaby That's Bridge. That's right. They've blocked it off, but Probably when you look at it, because a bunch of idiots were parking on it, and right, it looks like a it looks like something that would be used in a horror movie. Yeah, like why they built this bridge this way, I don't know. It's not, um, it doesn't look like any other bridge I've ever seen. Mm-mm. It is creepy. It's rusted out. It's got like a a really strange design. It's over this creepy ass creek mm-hmm. that, uh, that's where the bodies are. Yeah, I I wouldn't be surprised if this was one of those natural spots in the earth where like it creates like a a weird tone that just initiates the fear centers in your brain. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Like because everybody who goes there is creeped out by it. I for sure was. Have you been to the Crybaby Bridge? Yeah. Yeah. And you get like a panic feeling. Yeah. Yeah. And what's crazy about it, it's not like Kirtland is some sort of backwoods country uh, city. It's not metropolitan or urban. It's very suburban. Suburban. Um, but every, every single time that I've been out to Kirtland for one reason or another, usually to check out shit like this, I have never seen anybody else. No. Have you? No. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Think about, and it's not, you know, sometimes you go at like midnight, one in the morning. Right. Who even lives in Kirtland? Everybody. I guess. But Have you, you never seen the see houses them. out there? I know they're nice. Beautiful houses. Gorgeous. Clearly a bunch of very wealthy right. m- middle upper class people. Some uh probably one percenters out there too. Probs. Um these are people who can like afford to pay someone to come plow their driveways in the winter. Yeah. Yeah. And and I've met people from Kirtland in the middle of the day. I mean, that's not the height of luxury, but 
I no. mean, I can't afford to have someone come pull out my driveway. No. So. <laughs> <laughs> this is the height of luxury. <laughs> but yeah, I've met people from Kirtland in the middle of the day and they're always weird, right? They're always a little bit off. Maybe it's my bias against Kirtland. <laughs> just like I, as soon as I we hear they're from Kirtland, I automatically I'm like, oh. assume that they're involved in some weird cult. Yeah, or they're not who they say they are. Yeah. <laughs> like, your name's not Jeff. Shut up. <laughs> Stop lying to me. But um, I've never seen anybody in the physical city of Kirtland outside of their home at night. That's an excellent point. I've also never seen anybody in Orwell when I've driven through it. So Orwell. Yeah. I've never been in Orwell. Oh, well, there's nothing there. It's just like. <laughs> Apparently nothing else has either. A gas station and an A&W and like some abandoned stores. I would say the most notable thing about Kirtland in my mind um, in my experience, I should say, is that I know I'm in Kirtland before I know I'm in Kirtland. Yeah. I'll explain what I mean by that. So we'll be driving, right? Mm-hmm. And I'll be like, man, suddenly it's creepy. <laughs> man, be in fucking Kirtland. Like me and my, my roommate have done this. I'll be like, eh, I feel weird. And he looks yeah. around and he's like. No, I understand because like I've had that happen before. Yeah. Or like you'll feel like you're lost, but you know exactly where you're going. Yeah. And you're like, I'm in fucking Kirtland. Yeah. Yeah. And then you'll see the sign. And you're like, oh, yeah, fuck. It's like, yep. And you're like, oh, everything you makes ever, sense now. Have you ever tried to navigate without a map there? You always end up on that one main road and like, yeah, you're either going like up the hill or down the hill. And yeah. you're like, well, have you ever been to Kirtland's I? Gravity Hill? Yes. I mean, that's not supernatural. That's just magnets, but it's still cool. It's actually not magnets. Is it not? No. Um, it's, it has nothing to do with uh, the magnetic field. It's actually an optical illusion. Okay, that's it. That, yeah, it's forced perspective. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it looks like you're going uphill. Right, but you're not. You're actually going downhill. It's neat, though. It's a fun little party trick. If like you're with someone who's from out of town and you're like, hey, man, I got something pretty cool. Right. I, I don't, I feel like, I feel like there, it shouldn't be called Gravity Hill. Like Gravity has nothing to do with no. it. I mean, I I understand why they did, but I feel like Gravity Hill should be reserved for something that has a steep incline Mm -hmm. or very clearly you should be going backwards, Mm -hmm. but you're going up, you know, like not like it should be something more impressive or imposing. And yeah, yeah, this is more like a little hill, like little tiny incline hill, you know, (laughs) like you're like, oh, we're going up. Oh, we're going backwards. Yeah, you're not. It's fine. But the fact that it's in Kirtland is just entertaining i right. guess because weird shit always happens in Kirtland. so emily take me through from the beginning the first time you went hunting for paranormal shit in Kirtland. it really was going melon head hunting like well just, just it was, like so you get you get you get in the car you go there what happens yeah so i mean it was just it was actually in october the friend of mine at the time was, you know, we were just looking for something to do. And when you live in this part of Ohio, you either go to Waffle House or you go to Walmart. Mm-hmm. But, you know, it was haunted house season. It was October. It was close to Halloween. And we were like, let's fucking go look for some melon heads because I <laughs> had never been. So I was like, all right, yeah, I'm down for something scary. Did a little bit of research before we went and, you know nothing was you know incredible but you know down for it so we drove around up and down you know Wisner Road up and down that main stretch of Kirtland anywhere that there was like a heavy like dense population of trees and we just like 
crept down the street going like 20, 30 miles an hour tops. Yeah. Um, and like everything. We were like, oh, was that one? But it would be like a deer <laughs> or a fat raccoon. Yeah. There was nothing. Of course, there was nothing. So to, you know, kind of curb our disappointment, we went out to the crybaby bridge and that shit's creepy. Yeah. And it's always like oh, that. It's so creepy. Nothing ever happens, but it's still scary for some reason. Right. You know what I mean? I think it's like, you know, you're setting yourself up for something creepy to happen because the specifics of the bridge are so like definite. You have to put your car in neutral. You have to put the keys on the hood of the car. Yeah. And then like it goes that you'll start to hear crying. And then I don't know if you've heard this particular version, but you'll hear crying and then your car will get covered in dust. And with little handprints. And there will be little handprints. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then you can't start your car again. You have to actually push your car off the bridge before you can start it again. Yeah. Um, we did not have to, we turned the car off, put it in neutral, put the keys on the hood, got back in the car and waited and waited. And we rolled down our windows because this was a time when you still had to roll down the windows. (laughs) (laughs) Um, we thought maybe we heard some crying, but I mean, it could have been anything. It's probably like something from the brook there, you know, like right. making a sound. Because there was constantly water. So it could have been anything. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, we waited about 15 minutes. There was no dust on the car. Nothing weird happened. Turned the car back on fine and left. So, so about- but it was still like a really like. Deep in like the pit of your stomach unsettling feeling and whether that was from the water or just like you, you psych yourself out expecting something to happen. I don't know. But mm-hmm. yeah, it was fun. When you're 16, you're like freak the fuck out. Yeah. So it was a good time. But- About what time of night? Uh, time of night was this? Oh, geez. It had to have been 1130 midnight somewhere around there. It was on a Friday. So, of course, we didn't have school or anything like that. Yeah. But yeah. See, it's. uh. The area is just strange enough on its own. I've been there in the daytime and been freaked out. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like it's, mm-hmm. and and there's two totally different classes of people there. So you drive through most of Kirtland, you see these like beautiful houses. They're like mansions. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, clearly like four or $500,000 houses Easily. or up to a million dollars mm-hmm. probably. And then you, you stop at like a, like a store there. Like there's this little strip that we would stop at sometimes to go to the convenience store there. Mm-hmm. And those people, they're like the Hills have eyes people. Right. You know, the clearly not to say anything about anybody, but clearly not the people that own these houses in Kirtland. Mm-mm. I don't think they live in Kirtland. No. Or if they do, they just, where do they come from? They just poof away at night and then Maybe. they poof back in the morning. They are definitely like the type of people you expect to see like on a rickety porch playing the banjo. Yeah. Not, but no, not, no, just spitting into a thing. Yeah. And just watching you as you drive by. Cleaning a shotgun Yeah, like, you know, the the one you pull up to the one gas station and the guy's like, took a wrong turn there. eh? Right. I wouldn't suggest keep going up that hill there. You know, like. That's a really good impression. What's that? So that was a really good impression of like (laughs) half the people in Kirtland. It doesn't make any sense. Mm -hmm. We stopped in the convenience store there. Um, A buddy of mine had come in from out of town. My roommate and I, we took him out and uh, we were telling him some of these stories about Kirtland. So we drove through it and even he, you know, he's from Texas. Mm-hmm. 
And even he was like, this is, this is kind of weird. Yeah. You know, and then we stopped at the convenience store. I was like, check this out, you know, and we go in there and it's, and it's exactly like, like there's a dude like with a trucker hat, you know, just looking in a fridge. I don't know how long he's been there. You know what I mean? And he's not doing anything else. And like the dude at the counter is just kind of like, Ugh. and like, that'll be five dollars. You know what I mean? Right. Just, these people don't exist in real life. I don't, I don't think. think they do. <laughs> yeah. I think they manifest when you need them to. Yeah. And like then, you turn around and they're not there anymore. Right. <laughs> like the silence. Yeah. They only exist when you're looking at them. <laughs> they're gone. And, like one uh, day you'll wake up and like Kirtland won't be on any maps. Yeah. <laughs> like to like, the only people who will remember it are people from the area. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, so like government officials will come in and they'll be like, yeah, listen, this place has never existed. Never you happened. Know? Well, and that's funny too, because like. They're suffering from a case of mass hysteria. See? See? Well, one of the original Melonhead variations. I think the original Melonhead variations. This is not the variation I heard, but. Um, like initially, but mm-hmm. the original was that the melon heads were government experiments mm-hmm. gone wrong. So they decided the place to hide them <laughs> was Kirtland. <laughs> and that makes sense. Yeah. Because <laughs> <gasps> I just I just figured it out. It's Kirtland. Those people who work at all those places. They're the melon heads. They're the former melon heads, dude. They cured them and now they're just weirdos. It's possible. To like it's train them how to be human again. Possible. I mean, well, that was the goal, right? All grown up now. Yeah, I mean, like they gave them jobs, but their jobs specifically are look like people who are supposed like to people. be there. Yeah, and yeah. then like pretend like you know how to work in a gas station. Yeah. Like, well, honey, gotta get to my job staring in the refrigerator. There, <laughs> I'll be back. Bing, bing. Bing. <laughs> they're not actually spitting anything; they're just no, making yeah. the noise. Yeah. <laughs> They have the spittoon, yeah, but they still make it in their mouth. Right. You know? My first time in Kirtland was um, something kind of weird did happen. Nothing paranormal, but it definitely got spooky. So we, uh, me and a couple of my friends, as a matter of fact, one of my friends was there who made the intro song to this show. His name's oh. Keith Richner. Um, the name of the song is "To Boldly Glow," so it's a, it's pretty. I like it. Pretty it's a jam. Song. You can tell him that he made a real bop. I will. Yeah. Keith, if you're listening to this. You made uh, a real bop. You made a real bop. I know you're not listening to this, though. <laughs> so fuck you. No, but anyway, uh, it was me, him, and a couple other of our close friends. We took two cars. It was about three, four people in each car, right? And our buddy was like, we got to go melon head hunting. The same thing that everybody does. You know, Cause we're, you gotta, we're like it, 16 years old. It is old. a rite of passage. You have to. Absolutely. Yeah. And only two of our friends had cars at the time. So Convenient. We, we weren't very far from, uh, from Kirtland as it was. We were out in another town called Willoughby, which I'm sure we'll be rounding to at some point. Oh yeah. We'll get there in our <laughs> paranormal. I originally just had a bullet point that said Willoughby, Ohio. <laughs> Willoughby. But yeah. Yeah. So we were out there. We uh, we went to Kirtland. This was a little bit later. It's about one thirty, two o'clock in the morning. So Prime now I'm ghost hunting. Time. Absolutely. It's yeah. really creepy time out there. Uh, so we this is before GPS and stuff, right? Yeah. You had to like print it out on MapQuest. MapQuest. Yeah. Eesh. So, you know, it's not like you can type crybaby bridge into Google Maps now. I don't think you can. 
I mean, can we you? can try. Let's type in Google Maps. This is riveting radio, too. Like, let's yeah. listen to them Google stuff. Well, we're going to let the listeners know. Crybaby Bridge, Monticello, Illinois. Crybaby Bridge, Kirtland, Ohio. Ohio. Does it come up? Partial matches? No, just Kirtland, Ohio comes up. I get one in Anderson, South Carolina. Yeah, one one in uh, Illinois came up for me. Yeah, the one in Monmouth and then one in Monticello. Our creepy place is not as famous as the other creepy places. But anyway, statistically so... Statistically untrue. This one is one of the most famous. True. Uh, we we went out there and we sort of had like, a you know, the a couple of bullet points of the stuff we wanted to see. Now, to my memory, Crybaby Bridge, isn't there also another sort of tale about it where like every person who gets killed in Kirtland, there's like another mark on the bridge or something like that? I hadn't heard that. Yeah. I hope so. Something That's like fun. that. It's It was, it was, so we looked for that. Do a lot of people get killed in Kirtland? I don't know. Maybe. <laughs> By you the never Melon hear heads. about them. Um, yeah, that once you get killed in Kirtland, you're doomed to look into a convenience store fridge for the rest of eternity. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like an episode of like <laughs> the Twilight Zone. Yeah, right. Yeah. yeah. Um. So we're out there and we we found Crybaby Bridge, and from there we sort of radiated outward to see all the other stuff. And I'm sure there's stuff I'm even forgetting about right now that uh, we were looking for at the time. But same sort of thing. We went through all the rituals, like got out, put the keys on the hood of the car. Nothing happened. Mm-hmm. It's still weird though. Now, of course, I'm with all of my friends, so we're we're laughing and shit, but mm-hmm. we're like kind of sweating too, like, sure. <laughs> you know, that kind of thing. And we went down, we were looking for shit. I think we were looking for the farm. It doesn't exist. Like there's not even ruins. You never no, It's there. Really? But you never find it unless you're not looking for it. That's true. Yeah. Like yeah. I've seen it, but every time I've gone to look for it. It's not there. I can't find it. Right. Yeah. So in that, it doesn't exist in this temporal space. Yes. Yeah. It, it just pops up. It just shows up sometimes. So we're looking for the farm and we end up on this side street where it's at first, it's like really nice houses, right? And then the houses, they stay nice, but the road, which is a totally modern asphalt road at first, starts to like break up. I don't know how to explain this. The road becomes broken. Mm-hmm. And then it slowly stops being asphalt road and just turns into fucking dirt. Now That's we're weird. on this part of the road, and I'm like, I'm like, what the? F- where are we right now? I'm like, are we in a modern civilization right now? Just like crossed over into the fairy realm. Yeah, it's yeah. not even like an old road, like a brick road. It's just a fucking dirt road with like pieces of concrete now strewn about. Mm-hmm. Like this is a this is not a safe road, but there's still houses. Hmm. And driveways off the sides of this road. But those are now starting to get more and more like decrepit, you know, and then there's like properties that still have driveways coming off of this road where like the garage is clearly like broken. I don't want to say broken in half, but like falling apart, Mm -hmm. like one, like a roof was like caved in. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, how did we, how did we end up here? (laughs) And And it just dead ends. So we had to turn around. We had to pull into one of these driveways, right? In this fucking alternate universe that we ended up in. 
and and go back. And I've never been back there ever again. So I don't know. Probably couldn't find it. Probably not. Yeah. I've been back to Kirtland. You'll never. I've never find seen it. that ever again. Mm-hmm. Until until I shouldn't say until, but I I was speaking about this exact thing with uh, <coughs> someone who works at Arabica Coffee Shop in downtown Willoughby, another very haunted place around here. And she's like, I have seen this. She's like, I know exactly what you're talking about. And uh, it's just, it's so weird, man. But it was very creepy because at this point, and we had like, we had the walkie talkies in each car. So the cars could talk to each other. And um, my friends were like, we got to get the fuck out of here, man. I'm like, yeah, turn around. As fun as it is, you don't want to, you don't want to be the story. Right. And also like, as fun as it is, what if you're the one person like... Yeah. What if you're the people who come back that are like probed by the melon heads? You know? <laughs> are the melon heads probing people? They could be. <laughs> they I don't know. Allegedly, people? they like eat babies. What does a melon head sound like? Do they talk? That's a really good question. I don't know because nobody's ever met one. <laughs> you know? Nobody's, yeah, that's so I. Not that they know of, unless they are the dude standing in the fridge at the convenience store and then that guy sure as shit doesn't talk. What I would like to find out, maybe we'll do this as like a sort of quick follow up on the next episode. How, so we know that Dr. Crow has something to do with this. Was Dr. Crow a real person though? That's what I want to know. I know. Well, and I was doing a little bit of digging around. I didn't find anything to suggest that he was a real person, but also there wasn't anything to say that he wasn't. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, but he had, he wore many hats in the stories. So what else did he do? I mean, he was always some kind of medical professional. So like the one that I'm most familiar with, he ran an orphanage. Um, there is one, the government one where he was like the head of that facility to, you know, experiment on babies, continue the experiment, not on babies, just on the failed Melon head experience. Yeah. Experience. Experience. <laughs> experience. Sounds like Is an a indie Disney, band. like a Disney ex- uh, yeah. resort. Yeah. Theme or park. like a ska band. The melon head experience. Right. Now at Disney World, you know. Yeah. I mean, they have creepier stuff at Disney. So yeah. um, it was always some kind of medical professional. Um, <laughs> Disney's the haunted mansion. Now and Disney's featuring- Kirtland, Dr. Crow's <laughs> orphanage. Yeah. Right. Did you ever was it Crow with or without the E? With the E. Yeah. Yeah. That's just fancy. Yeah. I've never seen it without the E. Well, if it was without the E, it would be a, a wildling from the north. I don't know. <laughs> okay. I think their their last names were Crow. Yeah. I, I don't remember. Anyway. Um, so he he ran an orphanage, he ran a government test mm-hmm. facility um <laughs> to make the one associated people. with the crybaby bridge he mm-hmm. was like just some seedy dude that did abortions out of his basement <laughs> like that was it so like that story he was just that guy that you would go to if you needed an abortion and it was illegal back then does your aborted baby become a melon head no no, <laughs> he had to think about that. I did have to think about it. I don't think so. This one wasn't really like it had it had to do with Dr. Crow, but it didn't have to do with the melon heads. Mm. It had to do with the crybaby bridge. So Dr. Crow would perform these abortions. He would like he was an abortionist on the side. Kill deformed babies. So maybe that's where the melon heads came from. But he would bury them down by the creek at the bridge, um, which is just polite if you're going to be running around murdering babies like <laughs> <laughs> it's a nicer thing to do than just 
thrown them into the woods that you're apparently in the middle of, I guess. Um, But that's why the bridge is haunted. That's why you hear crying and like kids screaming and stuff. It's because you just murdered a bunch of kids. I'll be honest. If I was, if I grew up in Kirtland, let's say just none of this is true, right? Sure. If I grew up in Kirtland and I was a kid and I knew those stories, I would hang out by the bridge just waiting for people. Yeah. And I would just like cry and scream. Right. You know, like, and be a little shit. Like, yeah, absolutely. Why wouldn't they? You D- know? That's all I would have done. Maybe that's why it's closed now. Maybe kids were just like being little dicks, sitting under the bridge crying and yeah. like causing a bunch of car accidents. <laughs> it's like they're actually like. Curlin just becomes a nuisance yeah. because they're trying to make their stories real. Right. But yeah, so that was, it's always some kind of medical field. There was one where he was just a guy, Dr. Crow or just Mr. Crow, I guess. Mm-hmm. He and his wife had adopted these poor melon children, heads. these melon heads <laughs> with hydrocephalus. And then like they had adopted them as, you know, a unit. I guess. Um, and then the townspeople were pack. the one. Yeah, they bought a 12 pack. The townspeople were the ones that like started calling them melon heads and their feels were deeply hurt. And so the mother decided to like keep them inside all the time. And they got like cabin fever and were running around causing problems as children do. Mm-hmm. And they somehow knocked a lamp over, set the building on fire, and everyone died. Another theory is that the mom died and the kids went crazy because like she was the only one that cared about them. Mm-hmm. They set the place on fire and killed everyone. So now that would be, I think, a more interesting version of the story. Right. It's a little bit set more sad. Mm-hmm. It's a lot more sad. Well, yeah. A little bit more realistic. Right. But, like, and I, I appreciate yeah. that that they, you know, that they would have done something like that, but who would adopt like 12 hydrocephalus babies. You know what I mean? Like who's Right. I don't know. That's an undertaking. It is, yeah. How do you treat hydrocephalus? You don't. I don't think you do. Or thought, not back like, then you didn't. Isn't it just like a bunch of water or like fluid? I think the problem is is obviously the water on the brain, but the the process by which it's keeps collecting on the brain. Mm, like how yeah. do, so you can remove the water, but it's going to come back. That's true. Like congestive heart failure. Yeah. Like you can remove the water in the body, but it the damage is already there where it's going to keep right. depositing water over time. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Oh, that's gross. Don't talk about the melon heads that way. <laughs> They're a little gross. <laughs> I don't. Have you seen like the artistic renderings of the melon heads? I have. They kind of look like the aliens from Mars Attacks. They do. Yeah. 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 Like, like, get all humans, mm. you know, that kind of yeah. thing. But um, they're something. They sure are something. So that is a general overview of Kirtland, Ohio. I'm I'm hoping that at some point we can round back to this and and del- uh, delve a little deeper. But I do wanna. I will say this on the next episode next week. I'll come at you with more information on how the story of Doctor Crow even started. You know whether this was a historical figure or not. I don't um, think that he was, but I, I, he could have been. I kind of hope. I hope he was. That there's some basis in fact here. Yeah. Like maybe he was just a guy who owned a house and like, yeah, maybe he just hung out in his house a lot. So people made weird rumors about him. Maybe Dr. Crow 
was the only normal person in Kirtland. And as soon as <laughs> now he he's moved gone in, and everyone's weird. As soon as he moved in, all the fucking Hills Have Eyes people in their rich houses out there were like, Dr. Crow's weirdo. Yeah. He brought melon heads. Like he, you know, they just made up stories about him, made him the bad guy so that nobody suspects the rest of them for being the poof in and out of existence people that they are. Yeah. Right? Maybe. 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 All righty. Well, we're coming up on the 50 minute mark here. I think that's a that's a good length. Good for us. Good length for this episode. It's a pretty chunky boy. It is. It is. Um, so you'll most of you who will be hearing this which is not many people yet, but you'll be hearing this, uh, you know, either very late Sunday night or very early Monday morning. So happy spooky Sunday night or happy spooky Monday morning. Anything you want to uh, say before we end the broadcast? I think I've said my piece. Melonheads are creepy and Kirtland's weird. Uh, if you ever come out uh, towards the Cleveland area of Ohio, Definitely take a ride through Kirtland. It is worth it. It is. Just, I yeah. mean, even if you just drive down that main road, but don't just do that. Definitely drive around all the side streets there. Yeah, try and find that house. Try and find that weird road. Yeah, Wisner Road. Right. Or the one that you got lost on. Yes, the, the, that weird street. road. Yes, if, if anybody from Kirtland hears this and you know which road I'm talking about. <laughs> let us know. Let us know. Go to uh, our, our Twitter at at DRG podcast and uh, let us know there. Or you can email me at frank at downrightgood.net and uh, Emily will get you an email up and running soon here. Sweet. But, I need uh, another email. Yeah, it's it, there's too many. Email is annoying. You know, I, I have so many. Yeah, there's there's you get every work that you go, every right. place that you work has a different email. I have emails for all my free seven day trial subscriptions. Right. You know, there are services where you can just it'll start one for oh, you. I know. Yeah. yeah. Anyway. All right. Yeah. Anybody from Kirtland, let me know any other stories that you'd like to hear us sort of dive into here on uh, Downright Strange. And we will catch you next week with more uh, stories. Absolutely. Tell- at night. All right, everybody. Have a creepy night. Bye. Bye now. <laughs>